What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film, where we dissect your favorite films, film franchises, and TV. Today, on episode 73 of the podcast, we are entering Spooktober with starting off with Angela's pick. That's what we do here for Spooktober. We, we each pick a movie we want to talk about. Then, later on, we bring some guests in to talk about movies they like uh, for the Spooktober season. But remember, just want to, just want to say before we get into it, uh, spooky movies can be viewed any time of the year, but we have our designated Spooktober series that we do during October. So don't, I don't want to hear people like, oh, we can watch Halloween movies all year round. Yes, I know. Relax. Spooktober. It's a whole thing. It's our thing. Relax. But we're doing starting off with Angela's pick. And she picked a movie she had never seen before. I don't think Dan had ever seen it before either, right? No, I don't know what she was thinking. I had watched it about five months ago for a, to, to prepare myself to watch another podcast. Movie Dumpster covered it. So I was like, oh, I got to watch it so I can watch their episode. And I watched it for the first time about five, six months ago. And so this was only my second time. So like, we're all kind of newbies to uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space from 1988. Whew. Years I, after I was born. I remember throughout my life hearing about this movie, seeing this movie in the rental stores. Like I remember seeing it as a kid and I was like, absolutely not. That looks dumb as hell for years. I avoided that movie. And then I watched it for the first time and I was like, all right, I should have watched it a long time ago. Cause damn, this movie's fun. You spoiled it. Fuck. What? This movie's fun. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> did I, what did I spoil? I didn't even say anything. <laughs> just, I know, just, just fucking with you. Just, just I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me as always, the wonderful Dan and Angel of DNA Gaming. Hello. I know I, Hello. my intro was a little out of order there, but there is no order here. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, how are we doing tonight? Angela, I know Angela's not feeling 100%. Yeah. Sucks. I'm here. I'm present. Dan's Dan's in his uniform. He's ready to go. It's not a dissect that film podcast if he's not in his uh, in his uniform. Oh, there we go. There we go. For all of our all all of our audio listeners, you're missing a show. Yeah, that's right. You are. <laughs> Get a little bit of tight for you. Oh my lord. So, Killer Clowns from Outer Space was released May 27th, 1988. Same odd year time to release that. Same year as Child's Play. So great year for uh, for for horror uh, directed by Stephen Kyoto uh, was also written by the Kyoto brothers, which consists of Stephen, Charles and Edward. And they specialize in mostly special effects like that's that was their bread and butter. And they actually helped do a lot of the, the visual or the special effects in this movie. Um, but the, the stuff that they've done in the past and stuff that's been very recent. They worked on the Critters franchise, like all of them. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, they they do a lot of stop motion, too. So, like, the stop motion scene in Elf with uh, Will Ferrell. Oh, okay. By them. Uh, they did a lot of the puppet, puppet work. They were, like, puppet supervisors for Team America World Police. Nice, nice. Uh, they worked on Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And the most recent was Marcel in the Shell with Shoes on which was the recent, I think it's stop motion. I haven't seen anything on it and I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard it's very, very good. But I guess they worked on the, the special effects on that as well. So they're still active today. 
But this was like an original idea from them. This is all from the Kyoto's mind. And boy, it is a B movie fun fest, as I would yes. as I would classify it. This had a budget of $1.8 million, which is pretty insane to think about for a B for a B movie. Mm-hmm. But it ended up making $43.6 million at the box office, which not too shabby. <coughs> It was slated to get a sequel, but I guess according to the Kyoto's, it's been in development hell pretty much since the late 80s. And there's been some wind here and there about maybe Netflix picking something up and doing a sequel with it. Listen, this is the type of movie I feel they could make a sequel today and people are going to. It's going to get a lot of attention because I feel because Killer Clowns from Outer Space is a cult classic, in my opinion, like there if you go on Twitter, you go on any social media and you talk about this movie. Most of the time, people are going to be saying a lot of positive stuff about it. And I wish I listened to him years ago because watching, I mean, this movie's fun. This was composed by John Masari. It was, he was relatively new to the scene. He actually beat out 40 other composers to do the, the score for this movie. Really? Is like when people wild. just beating down the door, like killer clouds. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the theme song, Killer Clowns, which is just the catchiest theme ever. That's why. Seriously, that's why it's, I picked the movie. It's so good. I heard the song first. It starts and ends with that awesome song, and it just it stays in your head rent free because it has it been for me since I first saw this movie. I was performed by the Dickies. <laughs> And they released it, and it was on the album uh, that was actually called Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And the lead singer wrote the song without even seeing the movie, which is pretty wild, because if you read the lyrics, it's pretty much the plot of this movie, which is hilarious. Uh, It stars Grant Kramer as (laughs) the amazingly named Mike Tobacco. Did you know his name was Tobacco? No, I didn't say to the crowd. I was like, why the fuck is his name Tobacco? <laughs> it's so good. Uh, he's from New Year's Evil, which is a kind of a another B movie horror uh, back in the 80s. Uh, Hard Bodies and most recently Willie's Wonderland with Nicolas Cage. I got to go back and see who he was in that movie because I don't recognize him. But I probably watch it again and go, oh, OK, there he is. Uh, he mm. play- uh, Then we had Suzanne Snyder, who played Debbie. She was in Weird Science, Night of the Creeps, Return of the Living Dead, and she was in a couple episodes of Seinfeld. Who is she in Return of the Living Dead? Return of the Living Dead two. Two. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And I get excited. And I don't. And I don't have an answer to that question because okay. I don't know. That's um, fair. It has John Allen uh, Nelson as Dave Hansen. I didn't get any information on him on like stuff that he's been in. So if yeah, anybody has. Good any comments they want to leave uh, other films that he's done. I didn't, I went on like, and, Oh yeah. He did a lot of like, he did a lot of like shows. He's greatest anatomy in a uh, episode. Whoa. We had probably one of the best characters in this movie, John Vernon. Uh, as yeah, yes, 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 yes. Uh, I mean, he's a terrible person, but oh, he's a piece he is, of shit, but he's my, I mean, great. This guy was given the script and is like, okay, so this is the premise of the movie. It's about killer clowns that come from outer space. And he's like, all right. And he went in there and did what he did. And, and, and I think the Kyoto's were just like, 
are we going to tell him no? Like, are we going to tell him to do it again, but more hammier? Like, no, no, you just, you just let this guy go. He's from Animal House. Yeah. Dirty Harry and the outlaw Josie Wales. So this guy has been around. He's done some pretty prestigious movies. And yeah, great. People from our generation may remember him from something else. Because I know what it was from. Because when I seen him, he looked familiar. But then when he started talking, I knew. He, if, for those of you that grew up watching Batman the Animated Series, mm-hmm. he did the voice of the mobster Rupert Thorne, which oh. p- appeared perpetually throughout that series. And that he's got a very unique voice. You, you, you hear it, you just know. But, like, he just... I Obviously, like you said, like, he, like dude, you could have, like, cut up. He could have hammed up. He, could, he was just, like, literally the best actor in this movie. He just, like, fucking sold it. He's like, I'm here to do it. Here to do the part. <laughs> I just love him it's, in this movie. It's great. But he's a piece of shit. 100%. Top to bottom. We have uh, the Terenzi brothers played by Michael Siegel and Peter Lacassi. Uh, Michael Siegel, he's done... He does a lot of... He's done a lot of TV shows, some movies I've never heard of. Uh, he, did the vo- he did a voice in Horizon Zero Dawn, the game. Really? Yeah. Raven? I don't know what eh. character that one was. No idea. And uh, Peter Lacassi, uh, who actually passed away in 2020, uh, he literally did Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and then he did a TV show, a couple episodes of a TV show in 1989, and then um, that's it. That's his career. Oh, that's I mean, maybe it wasn't for him. Yeah, left the acting game. And uh, uh, Royal Dano, uh, who plays the farmer. Farmer Gene Green. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy has so many acting credits. It's insane. Between TV shows, a lot of TV shows, of course, but he's, but a lot of people. The old farmer segment. He was the one who voiced, he voices Abe Lincoln in, at Walt Disneyland, or at Disneyland and Disney World for like the Hall of Presidents. He is. Really? He's been the voice of Abe Lincoln since whenever that opened up in I think Disneyland opened in 1967 really yeah that's kind of nuts. pretty crazy that's pretty nuts dude that's a long career holy god he wasn't everything <laughs> and I love that this person is credited because he literally shows up in a split second scene but I need to shout him out because he's somebody that I used to watch on Comedy Central a lot uh Christopher Titus he's a comedian oh he was uh, the his, his character's name was Bob McReed, but he was the guy who was had the grocery bag with the glasses who walks in front of uh, um, uh, Mooney God. in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he's drinking a beer out of the uh, out of the bag. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, because because I made fun of that because I was like, oh, like it just says beer, beer on the can. <laughs> but yeah, he I mean, he's I remember if, as a teenager watching Comedy Central and he was always, I mean, he was a big time comedian. I haven't heard mm-hmm. much from him today, but hey, yeah. No, I haven't either, but I know exactly. I remember it when he was all over the place. Yeah. So now that we got a little, we got all that information out of the way. Let's go around the room and talk about what we thought of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And we definitely got to start with uh, the one who picked it, Angela. Start us off. I actually enjoyed it. I didn't think I was going to, uh, just from watching the 
the uh, music video that somebody did to this. I was like, this is going to be stupid. The song, because that's how I'd, I picked I pick the movie from the song. Yeah. Been playing Halloween music all month. And it came up on Spotify and I was like, oh, there's our movie. And I, re- I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the the clowns themselves. They were very well done. Uh, they look, you know, they look good. Um, I like that they didn't talk. Right. They had their own little their, their own language. I thought it was really good. Just watch it. I would definitely watch it again. Uh, it was a good movie. My actually, my dad always talked about this. Like my dad always told me about this. I was like, Dad, you knew shit ass movies, which is it's kind of <laughs> hypocritical coming from me because he's the guy I, you know watch most of my movies with, and I grew up watching shit ass movies. Uh, I just knew about it. I I didn't. I never seen it. Like my dad talked about it, and I was like, I'm whatever. I don't care. And then I realized it kind of had like a fan following, and then. They announced the game recently. Yes, I did. That they're working on about that, which is dope. I won't go into it then, but I just want to mention it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was it was a great pick on her end. I wasn't sure what to think. I, you know, it could be one of those. I don't know if it was going to be like one of those cult classics. Everybody's like, "Oh, it's so good!" Like, you know, repo the genetic opera, and you watch it, and you're just like. I've never seen that movie. And to be honest, don't. I have zero interest to see that movie. Please, please I, don't. You want to watch a movie that has repo in it that's actually pretty decent? Watch Repo Man or Repo Men with Jude Law and Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. I can't fucking talk. Ah! I didn't see it. I've heard. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's, a, it's good. <laughs> I've heard good stuff about him. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it, it was it was very good. I mean, it's like good, enjoyable. Like, obviously, it's it's a it's not a great movie, quote unquote, but it's fun. It's entertaining. Oh, you can yeah. tell the people who made it had a hell of a time. The the kills are ridiculous. It's slapstick humor, like in kills like you think. However, the best kill for me in the movie we'll talk about when we get there is actually I don't think it's slapstick. I thought it was really well done and not really much. Very little uh, blood in the kill. It's a good bad movie. It is a very good bad movie. Yes, I would say this is this is definitely what the, the epitome of a cult classic. Yeah, it's it, here's the thing. I don't even know if I really want to call this a bad movie. Like it. Well, like they they went out and that this is this was their vision. They knew what they were making. It wasn't like they were going out to they. They even said it themselves. You know, I watched uh, some behind the scenes stuff. And they, they were like, yeah, we, you know, we weren't out there trying to make like a masterpiece. We, you know, we had a funny ass idea. We went out there and did what we did. And, you know, and I think what you see on screen is exactly what they were looking for. And and I don't, I don't mean like, I meant like the general opinion of a bad movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. like generally would be considered a bad movie. Cause I don't, I don't agree with that. Cause there's tons of quote unquote low budget films or lower budget pictures that I think are great. That I enjoy watching them a lot, and obviously I, I knew that there was this was this. They, I mean, that was their point. It wasn't like a, a shitty movie that just comes off as being funny. It's intentionally, like you said, supposed to be slapstick. Yeah. I have no idea how this movie's PG thirteen. I didn't either. Like I, I, really I was like, I thought I was it was like, R rated. What? <laughs> like I understand like going for that extra, you know, younger audience, but that just this seems like a movie that should just be an R rated movie. Yeah. Is that? I guess, I I think it was. When I watched it yesterday for the second time, my son asked, he's like, oh, can I watch it? And I was like, oh, let me just look. Because, like, I don't care if it's rated R. Just if it's got, like, a crap ton of nudity, that's when I'm like, okay, maybe not. Yeah. But, like, you know, 
blood and gore. There were, there were, it's just there it's were no take. They all know. Yeah, there were no tater tots. It's fine. So anyway, um, the, in the effects, the effects were fancy. Like they were so good. Like mm-hmm. for the budget of this film, yeah. they were really good. I had one complaint: the chase scene at the very end. There's a scene, and I think it went on just a little bit too long. But other than that, it's fine. I think this is a very watchable movie where they go through the tunnel with the balloons. I just felt like they were just like padding out this chase scene. Just a little bit, not a lot, just a little bit. That's like the only criticism I feel. And then that like the main characters are just whatever. Like I don't hate them, but they're just whatever. But uh, the the sheriff, whatever his name is, I like him a lot because I like his other work. And he's like, again, he just came in and he just fucking acted this shit. He's like, this is the role I'm doing. I was like, yes. And he's just so extra like he's just it's so great dude like the interactions he has with every character in this movie you're just like oh my god this guy is the fucking worst <laughs> it's so good i hate him he's a bad character but i oh, love yeah. him not bad but he's, he's a bad person in the movie but i just love him because i love the actor Some my other favorite cheerios yeah literally and the terenzi brothers those guys are awesome like they're just so ridiculous but they're just they they every time they were on screen doing whatever the hell they were doing, like when you first see them up on oh. the end of the world, which is I think what they call the top of that mountain. And the ice just, cream song. <laughs> <laughs> she loved that. She's like, I gotta write this down. She's like, nah, this is way too many words. I'm not gonna remember this. <laughs> it was so fucking good. She oh, rewinded the movie. She rewinded you the movie to go back. it for me. Was, yeah, she's so like, funny. I need to hear it again. I was like, hang on. Dave, the- the top of the world that's what it is yeah, yeah it, it's there's so much charm in this fucking movie you should yes very much it's, watch it watch it oh, it's so oh, funny here, oh, here it is ahead. Here, go ahead here it is i'm jojo the ice cream clown will give you a stick you'll give it a lick and yep. it'll tickle you all the way down ice cream ice cream we bought our goodies here to you a tasty treat for while you screw let's take a break cool off those hot lips with our frozen fruit Fruity bars, icy, icy, fudgy, wudgy bars, and everyone's frozen delight. The lick a stick. Fucking it's great. It's great. A tasty treat for while you screw. Yeah, it's so good. I was like, did they seriously say that? Like, I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, this is great. <laughs> I, feel, I I wonder if <laughs> I wonder if like uh, I can't remember who the creator of Twisted Metal is, but if they looked at it for like Sweet Tooth, they're like, yes. Remember that? Remember the ice cream truck from Killer Clowns? Well, that's the thing. It's like, like, like it could be because they took the ice cream truck and then they just take kind of the a more evil design for the the clown, which is sweet. They could have. I wonder if that yeah. was an inspiration for the character. I'll have to look it up at a different time. But, uh, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, this this movie what is just it's one of those movies you could literally. I think you just put on any time, put it on the background, and you're just gonna have a good time. It's it's yeah. it's. It's dumb fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, just from based on the title, you know what you're getting into. <laughs> yeah. You you're really do. Some, yeah. You were, if you were expecting something else, I don't. That's your problem. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The funniest thing, though, about these movies is like they have this whacked out premise, but then they always add this like kind of serious situation. Like the fact that, um, the, you know, you have. I'm blanking on names here. What's um the Debbie and Mike? Oh shit, Debbie and yeah, Mike. Mike. It was Mike Tobacco. You got to remember Mike Tobacco. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so they uh they're in a relationship, and then you find out that 
that the cop Dan or Dave, no, it was Dave and uh, Debbie had a relationship too. And then it's like this weird interaction between, I'm like, all right, I don't know if this needed to be in this movie because it kind of goes nowhere until we get to the end, which when we, I'm not going to say anything about it now, but like the end of the movie, I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah. Yeah. No. Right. <laughs> No, yeah, I, was, I, I was waiting. I was waiting because when you find out that they were together, and uh, I felt bad for the guy in the back, Mike in the back seat. He's in the back seat, like, like what the, f- what is happening here? <laughs> no, I was. That's a good analogy for the movie. That should have been the subtitle. Yeah, what is happening? Waiting. Here? Yeah, just the quotes from re- like reviewers. What is happening here? Like that, and then just it just it. says under it, cuck. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Because oh, like before, before you find out, you're like, well, he's acting all weird. I'm like, is he hitting on her? Oh, like when they God. go to the police station, I'm just so confused. And he's like, you guys, or he's like, you come with me and tell me about it. I was waiting for him to be like, Mike, you you stay here, and I'll yeah. take her and talk to her. Like, oh man, that's so funny. So most of the main cast uh, were are very close friends with the Kyotos. That's kind of how they got their roles in the movie. Cause it actually cut cost. So they didn't Makes have to sense. Pay, you know, the actors, a lot of money and actually uh, the person who did the majority of the special effects on this movie was actually uh, their next door neighbor, uh, Gene Warren jr. So the Kyotos did some of the special effects in this movie, but they brought in Gene to do the majority of it so that they could focus on directing and doing that side of, you know, of the movie uh, where, you know, most of their career was just specializing in the special effects. Yeah. Yeah. I believe you got to know the right people, man. Play that friend card. Hey, I need you to help me move out. Hey, I need you to help me make special effects for a $2 million movie. Hey, I need you to be in my movie. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Apparently a lot of the, a lot of the visual effects were created by the filmmakers. So. I yeah, see, like I the guess. designs and everything were were all yeah. from them, but like Gene did a lot of the actual, yeah, you know, creation of it, which is which is pretty cool. Needs more um silly straws though, crazy straws. <laughs> oh yes, that was awesome. God, do we have anything before we jump into this plot? <laughs> no, I think we should talk about it. We need to. Just, it's a movie you just got to talk about. I just got to talk about before we do. I gotta, I gotta, you know, christen the start of Spooktober for this channel. Two years this is our second year for Spooktober, but we gotta christen it as I open this Sam Adams Jacko Pumpkin Ale. What a fitting beer for Spooktober, as I'm the only one here who likes beer. I'll be I don't know. I would, drinking it. I would try it. Every beer I've tried tastes like awful. That's just me. <laughs> I'd only be able to buy a single can, though, just in case. Oh, yes. There's a Wilhelm scream in this movie, too. There and is, and I can't remember where it is. I <clears throat> didn't write it down, and I'm kind of mad, because I remember hearing it. I'm like, ah, I always love it when I hear it. <laughs> well, I love the Wilhelm scream, dude. It's so um, good. It's so funny. I, it's, it's toward the end. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Clownzilla. Yes. We'll get to that. So this oh. movie starts off with the amazing killer clowns theme song it's like i said this move uh, this song literally lives rent free in my head yeah it's fantastic 
go to Spotify right now or wherever you listen to music and literally download the song and you will be like, thank you. This was. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Perfect. And we uh, we meet Mooney. He's driving in his, his car. And that's what we also see Christopher Titus's character, who I guess is named Bob. But you literally never see him again after the scene. So <laughs> actually, he I don't know. Was he one of the the guys up on uh, top of the world a little bit later? Because I, remember, I think maybe. Bob, I think Bob, uh, when we get to that, oh, the scene where they find the glasses in the Jeep is like, oh, that's Bob, yeah. Mc, Bob McReed. So, okay, I guess he does kind of come back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, uh, we meet Mooney, who is just the most miserable freaking guy you <laughs> ever see in a movie. Like, this dude is just like, hates life in every every shape and form. Yep. We go up to the top of the world where it's just a makeout session. Just everybody's making out with their significant others. And Mike, we meet Mike and Debbie who are just hanging out in the back of their uh, uh, station wagon and they're laying in a freaking. Is this a raft? Yeah, it is raft. I was like, how is that comfortable? The bottom's not usually padded. It's like a tarp. It's like fucking on a tent. Like how yeah, is that good? Well, like, yeah, that that can't be comfortable because literally, like you're just feeling the 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 floor of the vehicle. How would you know? I'm just saying, like, okay, a tarp. <laughs> all right, let me tell you something. If I'm going to work on a car outside, I'm like, oh, this is a rocky ground. Allow me to throw a tarp out. It's not going to protect me. You're still going to get stabbed oh, by a yes. rock. And I'm sure the the reinforcing grooves in the fucking rear of that wagon don't feel great. <laughs> Whoever's on the bottom oh, is not having a good time. All right, just yeah. let them know. No. As it's probably going Mike, on. by the way. Just saying. Carry okay. on. So as everything's going on, <laughs> the Terenzi brothers show up, and they're the the goofy slapstick guys here who drive an ice cream truck. They got the awesome song that Angela recited for us before. It's yes. hilarious, and everybody's just like, "Shut the fuck up! Shut up! Get out of here!" <laughs> and then it shows inside the car where. Uh, their dates i guess like come out of the back just yes eating ice cream and popsicles and you're like okay and they're like i thought you promised what did they say like i thought you promised us uh all the ice cream we could eat or something like that Is something that about ice cream uh, yeah and she's like i need you to take me home i'm like this whole conversation seems very confusing why is she yeah, so mad think... he literally said you could have whatever you want back there and what because she yeah. probably figured Oh, you brought us to the top of the world. What do you think is going to happen? I don't think so. I just wanted ice cream. It's like he just wanted to give you some of his. I mean, I don't see the problem here. I mean, you can eat it while you're eating it. That's true. Eat his popsicle. Finger cuffs, bro. Finger cuffs. You just (laughs) just you you have two hands. You have two hands, right? For one popsicle and two popsicles. Oh, okay. That's where we're going. Don't try to fucking get out or of it. Or popsicle meat do stick, whatever works. That's uh, right. <laughs> I love Mike. This entire scene where the Terenzis are doing their thing, and he's just like, he's got the biggest, goofiest smile on. He's like, oh, the Terenzis are so funny. Yeah, he says, "Those are like my friends from school, my best friends." I'm like, why are you? You are get, dude. Did you drop some LSD before you just this whole yes. scene happened? Holy well, shit, he is, was. He was fixing to get some ass, but you know these fuckheads come and ruin it. I don't. It, to be honest, by the look on his face, he didn't care. 
he was having a great time watching the Terenzi drive their ice cream truck around. But everybody hates him, so they tell him to leave. He and Debbie, you know, they're trying to trying to do get some stuff on there, and then uh, they see something fly over, and they're like, oh, "What is that? Let's go see." And he's like, "Well, okay." <laughs> we then we then meet the old man, old uh, old farmer Gene Green or whatever the heck his suit's name is, and this his dude. dog. Uh, Overacting the, the poo. Fuck. He literally, this dog is named Winnie the Pooh. Where's my uh, Pooh Bear? I, I don't think it was public domain at the time, so how did you get away with this, Kyotos? <laughs> dude, this dude like just overacted the fuck oh, out of he, Oh, good oh my God. Good God, oh, that's Haley's <laughs> Comet. We gotta go get it. Because it just happens. It's just fucking be coming. Yeah, it was... <laughs> It's just like hit like how would you not feel that hit the ground <laughs> if it was a comet, dude? What the fuck? Oh, so yeah, he goes, he gets his, he gets, is he? Yeah, he gets uh, a shovel. Does he have a shovel? Yeah, with this, yeah, and he brings so. Pooh along with him, and then he's like, and then he sees the circus tent. He's like, oh my god, it's the circus. Oh, well, I'll be <laughs> greased and fried. <laughs> Shit. He goes down to the tent. He's trying to invest. He's like, oh, where's the front door? And as he's investigating, where are all the, the people at? You see the shadow of one of the clowns on the other side, and the farmer goes around the corner, and Pooh's kind of like, "Yo, something sketchy here." And then you see the opening in the tent, and the freaking clown takes uh, takes the net and just <laughs> a long net on the dog. I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh my god! And the way the farmer reacts when he comes back and he finds the dog's collar, or it was a Whatever it was, the hand, hang, bandana. It was, like it was a bandana. The band, yeah, the bandana, a neckerchief. His reaction is so funny. He's like, "You bastards, where's my pool bear?" Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> he like punches the tent, hurts himself. He's like, yeah. you "Sons of bitches, I'll tear this down with my own two hands." Yeah, what in tarnations? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Thank oh you. Oh, God. I'll tear That's... this thing apart with my bare hands. Yes. And he grabs onto you. the wire and electrocutes himself. That's what That's what us Southerners say. I know, I, but I had to write it down. Uh-huh. I love what in tarnations. <laughs> That's a great phrase. I just, I don't know. This is like, it sounds like an old prospector. Like, what in tarnations? Do a lot of people still say that? Fuck out there? Hell no. I don't know. Uh, You don't meet as many mountain people as I do. Clearly not. Well, they don't have carpets to be cleaned. No, they all have hard floors. Yeah, watch. uh, You ever seen Wrong Turn? Yeah. We don't. I've been down a few. uh, We don't. A few roads that houses. They. It's not like that. It's like that. It's people (laughs) that come down once a month. To get their groceries. Come down to dirt, but they don't do no dirtling. You know what? No, dirt, no dirtling about. Nope. You know when John Denver sings uh, "Country Road" and he says, "Take yeah. me home to West Virginia," and then you just see one guy in this crowd just go, "No, we don't want to go there." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No one wants hey, to go I've to been, West Virginia. <laughs> I've been down some of them roads. You're like, I should have turned down this road. If you hear banjos, go in the opposite direction. Yep. All right. See you later, guys. 
no offense, I'm not saying everybody in West Virginia is like that, but you guys got a reputation. <laughs> he's just he's not saying everybody is. He's just saying a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone in the South, weirdos. With yeah, I know. What the fuck? With your funny accents. <laughs> I'll tell you Angela. one thing, though. No, Angela, I was make, kidding. They, I was they kidding, they Angela. Make, hey, I want to tell you guys right now, this is, for, this is for you, and this is for everybody else from the South. Listen to this. The, all two of them. <laughs> they can't make cornbread bread worth a shit down here. You shut your pie hole. <laughs> you don't know. All right. Sweet cornbread. I like sweet cornbread. I don't like biting into it like... Like that's just it's just like this. Then you have tasteless cornbread. It's like oh wow, it's just no. bre- the, bread with cornmeal inside. The sound. Butter, butter with <laughs> cornbread is the best. It's ironically the same sound as when an old man orgasms, just <laughs> baby powder. Holy shit! Oh man! How did so we the, go from I don't know. cornbread to orgasms? Because like, this, where did because that? this farmer, okay, it all leads back to beat? farmer Jean Green. <laughs> Yeah, it's a grizzled possum. You know who he reminds me of? Uh, Stephen uh, Stephen King's character in Creepshow. I can't remember. With the meteor? Yeah, I can't remember the name. It's green shit! He gets on his hand or whatever. Yeah, and he turns into the fucking moss man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, one of the clowns comes up and zaps him, but you don't see the aftermath. It kind of just goes to the next scene. Mooney is just crazy, man. He brings in two guys, and he's just He's going off like he's pretty much telling these dudes they're going to be locked up forever. And they're like, uh, like, you know, public intoxication, drinking, walking down the sidewalk. It's like we just had a bottle of wine and we were going back to our school and or no, (laughs) they were just hanging out. And Dave, the other cop, he's just like, why don't you just hang out at the school? And he's like, because we live in this town. Why can't we hang out in other places? Why do we have to get to college? I was like, well, you're not wrong. He's got a valid point. Yeah. Mooney is just like Mooney is just like I'm gonna lock you up forever, boys. And he's like, get in there. He hates the youths, dude. Oh, hates yeah. the youths. He's like, you are gonna, you're gonna ruin everything. Like, damn, this dude is just so crazy. And yeah, he gives a lot of shit to Dave too, because Dave's trying to be compassionate and be a understandable, you know, cop. And Mooney is just like far too gone. He's like, yeah, yeah. He he pretty much calls him a pussy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm surprised this dude survived the 60s. I have no idea how he made it through. Yeah, wild. Well, I was just like, I like the line he says later where he's just like, I survived Korea. I can survive tonight. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, okay, (laughs) okay. So Mike and Debbie go to investigate and they find the 10 as well. And uh, I like how they were both excited until they saw it. And then Debbie was like, I don't know about this. And Mike's like, come on. And I was like, Mike, Mike, I want to like you, Mike, but you're kind of an idiot. Because they go down and immediately they find an opening. So they go in and Debbie is just, she's being the rational person here. She's like, this is not a good idea. We need to leave. And Mike's like, come on. What's so bad about all these things we don't understand in this room? This is one of those zany European circuses. Like he's yeah. being the white girl and she's being the, the rational one. And Mike and, and then you got Mike being corny, like being the fake performer inside the tent to try to cheer her up. And she's still like, yeah, I'm not really a fan of all of this. So they go 
to they go farther into the tent and they find a door and on the other side of the door it's it's literally a it's a matte painting which is really cool it looks really cool but it, it really that reminds me very well of done. star wars it's literally yeah. yes. a very it's like the same shot of luke and leia coming out you know and it's like that big pit yeah they open the door and the bridge hadn't been the bridge yeah. didn't go across or whatever yeah, yeah. So they find uh, the cotton candy storage room and they're like, oh, come on. Is this cotton candy? I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, what's wrong with that? And, and she's like, you don't hang cotton candy like that. What you do don't you store it like that? Yeah. She's like, they're European. It's fine. Like, I was like, Mike, up, Mike. stop. <laughs> what is wrong with you? That, you were right, dude. Now I think of it earlier about him being so excited about the fucking doofus brothers showing up in their ice cream truck. Um, yeah, he's like way too happy. Like he's oh, way, way too, too into happy. this. And maybe he just likes ice cream. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> but I would rather, you know, probably get some leg than I would ice cream. I mean, between the two. Just saying. Maybe he doesn't want hers. <laughs> he wouldn't be there if he didn't want hers. And as they're <laughs> listen, he's getting a hole. You know, I'm telling you, holes is holes. If the front door's not open for business. Just take it around back. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Anyway, Karen. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, they, you know, Mike's. You know, he wants to take some cotton candy off, so he pulls off. A piece and there's a face behind it and he's like oh my god it's I can't remember the guy's name but it's like oh it's that guy and it's like oh shit so they hide they hear a door open yeah. they hide they see a clown come in and he puts the um he hangs another uh, thing the meat hook cotton candy and they escape yeah very reminiscent of that just with cotton candy they uh, run out and they get noticed by the by the clown, he takes out a popcorn gun, and I really like the effect of this, where it shoots it, and I it just keeps it. It's just, this. it's just, it's just cuts. It's just like it yeah. shoots. It's just like the same thing cut together like four times to show that it's yeah, like going following them, like following them, and then it yeah. hits them and it just sticks to them, and they run away. So the popcorn gun costs seven thousand dollars to make, and Whoa. it took six weeks to build. Damn. I can just imagine you just buy like a big I don't know, man. You just use like a like a plunger and like a plastic tube and just build around and just popcorn. Oh yeah, where you're just like Yeah. But they wanted to make it like super futuristic. So that's probably Well yeah, I mean of course. I mean you can add stuff to I don't I don't do props. I'm sure that's what it is. I'm just throwing an idea out there. So yeah, the the there's three clowns that end up you know, following them to the end of the tent. And that's when you get one of them makes the balloon dog, which is oh hilarious. God. And it turns into an actual pretty much like a dog as it sniffs and barks and yelps. I was like, I'm like all of this for a dog. Like so he's funny. going for like 10 it's minutes. So and, uh, funny. A dog. This when you knew this movie is like, yeah, you knew what you're getting <laughs> at this point. Like, yeah, the popcorn gun. Like, okay, that's weird. Like the hang of the car. Okay. But then like balloon animal dog that barks and sniffs and fucking follows. And you can see him running after him with that's the fucking so balloon funny. dog. And it's barking. Yeah, like, it's like yipping and stuff. So oh the, in order for the, the dog to work and 
for, so it wouldn't pop. They actually had to put latex on the bottom of the balloon so that they could do those scenes where, without the, the dog popping, Ugh. which is pretty cool. Makes sense. We get the hilarious scene of Debbie and Mike showing up at the police station and Mike just crashes into the back of Dave's fucking cruiser and he yes! just doesn't react the way you think he would react. Like you would think, be like, oh, sh- what the? F-? And go down there and be like, hey, what are you doing? And said he's just like, oh, Debbie. And it's like, this dude's already got a boner. He's only seen Debbie <laughs> for two seconds. Relax there, bud. Instant boner. Instant. He's like, Debbie. And then he sees Mike and it doesn't even matter that he sees Mike. It's just like, nope. <laughs> Don't care. Doesn't even register. Whoop. He's invisible. So, yeah. They, they, so after this, all the clowns slowly make their way to the town, which I love to see because it's like it starts off with the three that you've seen already. But then like from everywhere, it's just clowns. And you're like, this is a lot of people's nightmares is this. <laughs> I don't remember the like the name for the clown phobia, but yeah, definitely. It's like if you seriously have a clown phobia, you probably shouldn't watch this movie. <laughs> no. We got some comments at the end of the show, and one of them <laughs> Yes, I saw that, that one. I haven't looked at the comments. I looked at some of them, but I hadn't seen all of them. So Horophobia. Cool chorophobia. Okay. Go ahead, sorry. I'll, I'll oh, talk sorry. about that they, later. Uh, we'll talk t- about scary clowns. They, they tell Dave about the cocoons and the, uh, you know, what they saw. And then it cuts to the drugstore where the clown shows up to the drugstore and you see the the, yeah. the gorilla thing, like, doing the... Yes, I love it. The animatronic there. And so the clown pretends to do it, too. And, I like, I remember seeing this for the first time and was like, oh, man, these girls are fucked. I mean, they ended up getting fucked. Not actually but they get turned into cocoons uh, i'm sorry i was i was like when did i just miss <laughs> I, this part that was, I was the like porn parody i must have watched after um, oh yeah 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 so yeah he goes into the drugstore and then it cuts back to the police station where mooney or where dave is talking to mike and debbie about everything and that's where mooney just comes in he's like oh killer clowns from outer space I was like, oh, there we go. Name drop. Holy shit. Yeah, holy shit. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so funny. No, by the way, I think the porn parody name for this wouldn't be clever. I think it would just be Killer Clown Cox from Outer Space. Like, I think that's what it would be. There wouldn't be a clever, like, oh, that's really funny use of word. No, I think it would just be that. Yeah, I I agree. Not as good as the Men in Black thing. I'm sorry. It just wouldn't be. Men in Black. God, that was awful. Anyway, <laughs> I just pretty much wrote my notes. I'm like, Mooney needs to get laid. This man is just so yes! like he is so charged up. I feel he probably lasts about two seconds just from how long it's been. Well, um, I think he just. He, I think he just got. He's just go so ahead. aggressive. He calls Deb a tramp to her face. He's like, yes. no shit, dude. I was like, holy fuck, man, this dude's out of control. <laughs> He probably goes home, yells at his wife if he doesn't beat he her. He probably doesn't. And he's not wife. married. There's no way no, no, this no. man has a wife. He he had to have been at one point. Oh yeah, he's like, 100% Garrett, divorced. He, he strikes me as like that stereotypical da- dad from like well, like the 50s or 60s that goes home, demand like demands food to be ready when he gets home, sits in front of the chair, the TV, and drinks a beer, and yes. eats his steak and potatoes, falls asleep. Yeah, hundred percent. The we then, after this whole scene, which is just wild, we we get the um, the the puppet show for the stoner 
This dude. Is oh my stone, god! Which oh, is yeah, so it's like it's it's, it's so literally a, it's literally a nameless character. He just comes up it's, and he's just such a goober. His face the entire as he's time. watching this puppet show. It's just like, and then and then he's like, huh? And then he's like, oh. and I was like, he literally <laughs> says no words, and he ends up getting attacked by the the clown. It's just dumb like, sound effects. Is all he does. Yeah, when they when they pull the little ca- cotton candy gun out, and he's like, "Huh?" Yeah, so funny. This next scene though gets me. Is back at the drugstore, the clowns are just destroying the store, and you see the two girls got turned into the cotton candy cocoons, and the clerk. In the ADR for the clerk, it's so bad. It's so He's, terrible. The words that are being spoken in, over the ADR is now even close to what this guy's actually saying. He does actually talk, I think, in the later scene where he calls Mooney up. Yeah. But yeah. in this specific scene, he is not speaking. Yeah. It is all ADR, but it's so he's like, oh, oh, oh excuse me. Oh, 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 no. Oh, no. And it goes on a little too long. I was like, oh, okay. Yes. Jesus. And, and it, it looks like doing this. Oh. Oh. And it look it looks oh. like it reuses some of his facial reactions. Like it literally yeah. looks like it reuses some of the shots. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. Several times. Like just let him run amok, and you get like a little slapstick in there with the clowns and like the fucking <laughs> shaving cream, and then like the facial powder. Not yeah. the facial, but you know the, the. I don't know if that's the sound it makes. I don't fucking know. What do you want from me? The next scene is. Dave bringing Deb and Mike to the t- where they say the tent is. Um, but and of course, they got to have the argument is like, we're not boyfriend and girlfriend anymore, Dave. And he's just like, and then Mike's over there, like, what? Poor Mike in the backseat. I know, dude. Just like, yeah. And Born to be cucked, yep. born with a shitty last name. And he's like, Deb, we got to take you home. You're not going to be a part of this. And she's like, what? But I'm an adult. Why? Why can't I be part of this? And he's like, "You're going home. I'm gonna take Mike with me. I got some things I need to talk to him about." I'm like, and he's Mike's just, and I love the reaction. Mike's just like, "Fuck." Yeah, I was like, oh, "I'm don't, fucked. Don't I'm leave so me alone bad. with him." Damn. Yeah, he's scary. This is when we get the clown showing up to the, the woman's house. I think this is the closest you get to boobs. You do see a slight yeah, nipple under the uh, some, some like. Night some transparency, yeah, yeah, yeah. and because uh, I remember watching the uh, when I watched movie dumpsters video on this, they show that clip and they did have to fuzz it out. I was like, okay, so there was all right. Well, I, I figured, oh my god, <laughs> Joel and Sean probably had a fucking heyday. Like, <laughs> I wish I could strive to the peak of like awkward slash perverse random comments that Sean makes. I just can't, I can't, I can't live I thought, that high in the so mountain. Listen, I thought we That's had brilliant. our comments, but man. Hold, no, dude, not even They're fucking another close. Another dude, it's like I'm so pedestrian compared. You have to call him, you have to call it, call him right. It's, it's not Joe, it's Joe LaScola. It's, it's Joel, isn't it? Or is it no, Joe? It's, jo- it's, jo- it's Joe. Fuck! <laughs> Sorry, Joe. You gotta say, you gotta well, say Dan's, it correctly. Dan, sorry. I, I know your yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> I know his name. I'm sorry. I, I just always think like I am telling you, it sounds like a drink or what did I say? Like a like some kind of like virus or something. What was I say? What? It was just his name. Joe Lascola. 
Like one, like if you say it all together, not you as have a, to say it all together. I can't wait to uh, tell them that we that they need to listen to this episode because we go on a on a on a tangent. This is not them. the first time I've <laughs> talked about his name. Like it just throws me. No offense oh. to the guy. I'm not shitting on you. Can't pick and choose your name because, like, so you know, listen. but you got to get it correct. Well, I understand that. I'm just saying. I was trying to compliment compliment both of them for being being perfect on his name. You apparently need to learn it. The linguistic skills are far superior. I'm going. So they drop Deb off at her house, and uh, Mike and Dave leave. Uh, the we go back to the drugstore where it's the same again. shit over again. <laughs> and and this is when he calls up Mooney and explains to him what's going on. He's like, "Oh, clowns." What are you trying to pull on me? And he's like, no, seriously, there's clouds destroying my place. Yep. He's like, yeah, nice try. What are those two brothers called in this movie? The Terenzi's. Yeah, he's like, the Terenzi's got the whole damn town in on it. Yeah. They, uh, Dave and Mike get to the tent that's not there anymore, but there's a giant hole. But Dave and is, nobody questions the hole. No. And Dave immediately just arrests Mike. Mike, whoa. You're under arrest. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, clearly no something dead... was there. There's a huge hole there. Yeah, nobody finds it suspicious. Like, we're just doing like overnight strip mining. Yeah. So, the clown that we see next, the one on the bike, is this clown's name JoJo? Because I, I swear know. they call it that, but then the Terenzis call their ice cream thing JoJo. But well, I think it's a biker that calls it the, the clown JoJo. I have no, I don't know they even had names. So when Paul is doing the ice cream jingle thing, he says, I'm Jojo the ice cream clown. Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. I don't realize they even had names. They just have like different so exaggerated physical features. They do have names, but they're never, of course, they're never actually spoken yeah. in the film. Uh, let me see if I can find them real quick. I know I mean, like hardcore fans are going to be angry with clowns us. Clowns can't say their names no uh, but i think i do find it kind of cool that they can mimic oh yeah like yeah yeah. really really imdb your trivia's not gonna have the names of the clowns thanks yeah <sighs> i it says tricycle clown so 12 different people played the clowns clown performer always. that's all you get oh except yes. for clownzilla that's the one that has so yeah, we get the biker clown going up to the biker gang. He's got his little tricycle, which is hilarious. And this is you get the very exaggerated scene with the freaking dude. He's like, "Hey there, little," because he I think he comes up to him and goes, "Hey there, little JoJo, can I ride your bike?" And then he picks up the bike and he breaks it. And he's like, "Oh, sorry, I broke it." Yeah, should have let him ride his bike. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yokels <laughs> oh god that's perfect and uh yeah he you know joe uh, the little the little guy starts to fake cry and then he pops up and he's got boxing gloves on he's gonna fight him and he's like what are you gonna do there little jojo you gonna knock my block off and then he punches him once and knocks his head into the garbage and i was yes and everybody's like what the fuck yeah yeah <laughs> so good he asked for it yeah, it's great. It's one of my favorite scenes because the re there's a one woman <laughs> whose reaction is just so like, 
like she wasn't told what scene they were going to film that day. And when it happened, she's like, oh, what the f- <laughs> like, ma'am, it's not that big a deal, but oversell it. Yeah. Oh, this next scene creeps me the freak out is the rest little uh, like they're at like a yes. clown burger joint there. And you got the one clown outside, like waving at the girl like this and come here. And she's like, they're doing like peekaboo. And I was like, this is weird. Come outside and play with Tingle. Yeah. And uh, she's like, what the fuck? (laughs) She goes and she's almost about to get to him. And then her mom steps in. And I would just like that. No one notices the clown outside other than this little girl. Nobody. I'm glad that scene was like very quickly intercepted. Yes, thank God. <laughs> I mean, you knew that he wasn't going to do it. Like he was, if he did anything, he was just going to turn her into cotton candy and kill her. Like he's, they're doing with everybody after he bonks her on the head. Cause. Oh yeah. He had the hair behind home. his back. Yeah. Hey, Papa pal, Mitch. Hey, Papa pal, Clem. What's my favorite kind of horse? A bonk on the head. No, Clydesdale. Oh, no, nope. a bonk on the head. <laughs> Shout out to whoever anybody gets that reference. Oh boy, uh, Dave and Mike—they go to the top of the world and they find proof of what Mike and Deb uh, described. Pretty much, they find Christopher Titus's car. They find his glasses in there and all the cotton candy all strewn around his Jeep. And, uh, and that's when Davis was like, "Okay, I think maybe what you're what you were telling us is is true." And he's like, "Turn around, hey man! I didn't do that." He's like, "Turn around." Yeah, he takes off his handcuffs, and I was like. Not what he really wanted to do, but you know. All right. <laughs> and he was to handcuffed. Each, so. To each their own. Drop Maybe. your coat and dra- grab your toes. I'm going to show you where the wild goose goes. <laughs> Shout out if anybody oh. gets that reference. <laughs> <laughs> Mooney continues. I do, I do understand Mike's concern. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I cut you off. I, said, I do understand Mike's concern. I was like, dude, don't hit me. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Yeah, he was really concerned. Like, Dave was just gonna like kill him from the top of this place. Like fucking ice. Yes. <laughs> Pushes him. Why not? Kick some dirt in his face. All right, bye. <laughs> yeah. Deuces, bitch. See you. Moody continues his miserable existence. Uh, he keeps getting <laughs> yeah. calls about clowns. I love it. He gets like four or five calls about clowns. He's just like, all right, yeah, I'll be right there, and just hangs up on all of them. Then he just takes out a bottle of uh, liquor, pours himself a cup. He's like, I, and that's where he says the line. I survived Korea. I can survive tonight. Not this bullshit. Yeah, and no, it, it's. I love how he just gives up. He just stops taking phone calls. He's just like, "Fuck it." And then, yeah, because he, all the all the lines are lit up, and he's like, "Fuck you guys." Yeah, literally. Yep. And he and one of the lines he says, which is like a holy shit, is he goes, "Rich bastard kids, I kill them all." I was like, yes. "Oh my god, dude, he is he like is unhinged." He has to be having some severe PTSD. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he's I mean, he's just so far past giving a shit about anything. Oh, yeah. This we get the great scene with the guy driving down the road and you get the clown driving up next to him in the invisible car. Yes. Oh, my God. It's a great scene. It's such a great scene. He looks scene. down like, whoa, <laughs> there's nothing. Oh, oh. <laughs> I like the headlights on his shoes, though. It's so good. That was a nice touch. Didn't even the, need to be there. Great stuff. The behind the scenes is so funny. Because it's just the guy, the guy in the clown outfit, just sitting there, all awkward with everything. Because it's just a rig that's attached to the car, yeah. the actual car, to make it yeah. look like that. And then they just kind of did different effects. 
But yeah, I love it. He just knocks the car off the cliff. The car blows up because that's every car blows up when it rolls down a cliff. You know that? It has to. That's what all cars do. 100%. If I ever get into a car crash or if I ever see a car crash and it goes, it's a car going over a cliff and it doesn't blow up, I'm going to be like, the movies have lied to me. Listen, listen, dude, I, I own and will eventually be driving a Ford Pinto. Those explode when you breathe on the gas tank. So I will go up like that. (laughs) apparently that scene was supposed to be um better but (laughs) it says it was intended to be far more spectacular it says unfortunately the sling rope snapped because effects crew members neglected to remove the stoppers from underneath the car's wheels so they could only do it that time and then that was it well i i think honestly the the crash is kind of it seemed more like realistic because it just kind of like falls off, bonk, like bonks the front a little bit and kind of falls on the side. Yeah. It's more of a real. It's not a spectacular, but it's more of a realistic crash. I don't know. It's fine. It's yeah, it's more realistic, but they were probably in- intending to do it more than once. Oh yeah, or save the car, not not kill the car. Okay. We then get the shower scene with Deb, and it's classy. They don't show anything. You don't see anything. It's a PG-13 movie. So Yeah, her getting in, her getting out. Just, that's it. And you don't see anything. And it's like, no, more movies can do this. Like, we, there's yep. so many of these type of movies out there where it's like, shower scene, gotta see everything. And it's just like, why? Please. Some tatties. Because boobs sell. It's very true. Very, very true. Once you see one set, you want to see the rest. And you find out the I popcorn... Mean- I have my own, so I don't need to see anybody else. Yeah, but thanks. Talking about like people who have a different drive. <laughs> no, I'm talking about. I like, but there's also I like varieties, the scene. Angela. Uh, eh, eh, what once you've seen one, you you're good. The but but there's like I don't like that saying because it's not true. <laughs> but that but that doesn't but that doesn't that doesn't like where's your I variety free day? Why? Where's the varieties of spice of life? Like you're gonna be like, yeah, I've had a Burger King at McDonald's. I don't ever. I don't have a Burger King. Good gosh. I've had a hamburger. I've had a hamburger at McDonald's. I don't ever want to eat a hamburger ever again because they're all the same. Hamburgers Boob hamburger. talk would dissect that. Bullshit! You're so full of it. A hamburger is not a fucking hamburger. A Burger King hamburger or a McDonald's hamburger is not the same as if you went to like because Burger King I hamburgers guess are better. I'm a minority. I have boobs. Woo! I have boobs. They're fine. Listen, guys, I'm gonna tell you, this is yeah. actually a PSA about back problems. Be careful with your boobs. Angela's <laughs> ready for that mute button. She's ready. She's ready. <laughs> back to the movie. Back to I the like movie. the scene with the popcorn. I think it's cool. It is cool. You see the popcorn crawling across the floor. That was a cool effect. Really, yeah. really cool effect. Um, I've seen it one time. I don't ever need to see it again. So it's fine. Yeah, but the. <laughs> We then see we then see the uh the we're behind that burger joint and a clown goes up and he sprinkles some popcorn into the uh, dumpster and then you got the 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 guy who works there coming out with the garbage and he throws the garbage away and then he walks away and he can hear the like little sounds coming from he's like oh I wonder what that is and then sticks half his body in there and then gets grabbed who does that it's a dumpster dude like if I hear something in a dumpster I'm like I'm going inside I don't like. I don't need to go face to face with a raccoon or something. Yep, more than likely. Wow, dude, that's a curious sound. And I'm white enough to make the situation dangerous for my well being. (laughs) 
Everybody else this is like, point, nope. <laughs> at this point, uh, the what, what's her name? The girl. Deb. Deb. She's the the least white person in this whole thing. Yeah, she's she actually the fucking smart one. Like, she doesn't want to go after it. She wants to go. Yeah, she's. Yes. That's true. That's true. So Dave she's is cold. The same person. He's very cold towards Mike because of the fact that he's with Deb, but then he's just like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be like that. It's just, you know, I still kind of care for him. And he's just like, and Mike's just kind of like, I don't really care, dude. <laughs> yep. Uh, we get the tall, one of the tall clowns performs a shadow puppet show. I love this scene where he's doing yeah, great the show. Scene. And he got all the people at the bus stop like, oh, my God, Ooh, yay! I love this. Woo! And... That's when Mike and Dave show up and they're just like, uh. he's like, there it is. There it is. Shoot it. He's like, stop. I got to see something first. And that's when he, the, the clown notices they're there. And so it turns the clown or the puppet, the shadow puppet into a dinosaur that just eats everybody. And he's like, yeah. oh, my God. I, I like how Mike's just like advocating for like the irrational discrimination. Just gun down all clowns. All oh, my God. It's that so man's funny. not an alien. He's a street performer. <laughs> Fuck him. He's got face makeup. Bah, 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 bah. I mean, I want that clown. My shadow puppets never look that good. I couldn't do an elephant. I just love like it that. shows its hands and it's just these fat it's sausage fingers doing nothing. <laughs> they have four fingers. Yeah. It's so That's funny. all they have is four Fucking fingers. Fucking Looney Tunes style. <laughs> I like how Mike like takes control, like he fucking takes the steering wheel and tries to steer the cop car into the clown and the clown just whoop, disappears. He's like, I'm an ISIS prick. Don't do it, Mike. And they're like, by the end of the wheel. (laughs) Why would you do that? I was trying to hit him. So Dave and Mike show back up to the police station. And Mooney. Oh, no, no. Dave calls into Mooney and tells him about everything. And he's just like, yeah, you're a fucking idiot. You think I've been literally sitting here listening to crazy people tell me about clowns all day. I don't believe a single word you're telling me and Dave's like whatever man so Mike's like hey I'm gonna go they he sees the Terenzi's coming out of a hall out of a alleyway with their ice cream truck and just shit's going on and so Mike's like oh I'm gonna go catch up with them and I'm like how are you catching up with them they're going like full speed in their ice cream truck and you're running all right sure Mike oh this is what this is when Mooney's is like fuck yous all yeah 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 and then the clown pays a visit to Mooney and I, you know, you get this whole interaction where, you know, Mooney's being his typical tough self and the clown's just like sitting there and he spray ends up spraying him in the face with the flower. And then he's like, Oh, and then he's going to arrest him, puts the handcuffs on and then his hands come off. And then he goes and brings him down to the cell, bring, puts him into the, into the cell. And that's when Mooney, gets knocked out. He gets the hand through the cell door and fucking pulls him, smashes him off the cell. Well, one other thing I want to point out, because I'm glad you got to this scene or maybe reminded me. If you watch most of the major clowns, because there's you could tell the major clowns have got a better face design. The other ones, you they look like a, a less well-done mask. It still looks okay. It looks fine. But you'll see like some of the, the non-main clowns. If there's like more in the background stuff, they have kind of like just almost like a regular mask instead of the animatronic. Um... They all have a different walk. They all walk different. And not like, oh, my shoes are big. I have to compensate. They all, if you watch them, they kind of have a goofy they walk. They have the, well, like, the, the, the waddle. The yes, waddle, well, well, some, some, some of them, them do. Yeah. 
there was there was some kind of tr- are less waddly. Yeah, it's like it's not like they're just. It doesn't look to me like they're just trying to walk because goofy because they have big shoes on. It's like they're actually trying to add character yeah, to yeah, these characters, right. like actual physical acting. But the I only thought of this because. When when Mooney's trying to get that dude to go into the other room, he just walks like a goofy fucker. That clown does. He just kind of like hops around, yeah. take a little yeah. bitty step, slightly yeah. move forward. You also get the creepy uh, scene before, or the creepy spot before he puts him in the cell where his head turns one eighty. Yeah, because he hits him in the back of the flashlight. Yeah, the head yeah. Just turns all the way around. He just yeah. and then the I'm like, I'm like, well, his body turned around somehow because it's all you see all the front of him. Yep. I enjoy the fact that they have made the the facial features on the clown mask move. They're really yeah. good. Like, like the, the, facial the eyes blinking. Yeah. And the, and the eyes blinking. Like, mouth moving. The brow and stuff moves and all that yeah. shit. It's really like when nice. they get angry, their eyebrows furrow. Yeah, it looks like, good, though. Like, for the budget yeah. of this movie, it looks really great. It looks yeah. really good. Seen much, seen much better movies that have much worse practical effects. Much be- higher budget, I should say. Yeah. Not better movies. So, Dave... Goes back to the station to investigate. And you get the really goofy like footprints throughout the thing where it's just like little it's like stickers on the ground. Yeah, and then they're all over the fucking Ooh. walls. Yeah. I'm like, how did it get there? What is going on here? He discovers the cocoons in the cell of the two prisoners that were in there with the clown. <laughs> I love that before that though, the the two guys look over at the clown is like, What do you got? What are you in for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know, oh. know what you want to ask. Uh, Mooney is now the is is a ventri- is a ventriloquist doll. Yeah, he's got like the little lines for the mouth. The lines, and, yes. Yeah. And you know he says a bunch of Mooney type stuff, and then throws him on the ground, and then Dave shoots the clown in the nose, and that you find out that's how you kill him. Because it blows up. the clown's hand? Okay, no, no, here's, I'll just like, here's the thing. I want to oh, talk yeah. about this thing. This is, this is, a, he, he says something. What's, what's the guy's name? Dave? Uh, is the boyfriend's name young, again? Young, Mike. Mike. The young boy. Not yeah, the, the ex-boyfriend. Oh, Dave. Dave. The cop. Because he yeah. says, well, he says something. He says, don't worry, Dave. We're just going to kill you or something. Yeah. We just want to kill we you. We just want to kill you. Or yeah. And then, and then you hear the clown pull his hand out. Yeah. But and then, it, and, and also when it falls back. Or, yeah. I don't think it's in movie poop shoot. Like I don't think it's in there. <laughs> I mean, that's where the hand goes. I don't, I don't think there's no pooper stickings. Doesn't, but what's going the on? Con also do this, like to ch- to like yeah, get he the does. shit yeah. off of his hand. I, I think he like literally had it, like in his back, like on his like spinal yeah. column or whatever. Yeah. yeah, he just pulls it out and just like whips his hand. It just has, you can see some. You can see some blood. It's it's my favorite kill in this movie. It's like hands down. It's subtle and I think it's well done. So when the clown when a clown dies. Uh, when you shoot it in the nose and it spins, uh, the effect they did was a, it was like a cylinder that they attached a green like glass to, and then they'd spin it really fast. That was the effect of it. Like, you know, disintegrating oh, or whatever really it cool. was. Yeah. Whenever a clown dies, an angel gets shoot. wings. I was like, are they, did they seriously shoot it in the nose to kill it? I'm like, yep. I was like, yeah. I mean, at this point, why would you, this movie's fucking ridiculous. I mean, like at what point, like there's no going too far in yeah. this movie. Yeah. At all. So uh, Mike and the Trenzies, uh, they run into the clowns uh, collecting all the cocoons. This was after Mike persuades them into helping because at first they're like, ah, no, <clears throat> things are going down. I don't want to be a part of this. But then he, um, 
Oh, he tells him that Deb has roommates. Big boobs. With big boobs. Yes. And so Important they're like, well, Important. I'm in. I guess we're in. But yeah, they see the clowns going through the town, picking up all the cocoons. You got the one guy who's literally hiding under a car. He's like, fuck me. <laughs> and then he finally yeah, gets yeah. taken out. Deb, we then Deb finally gets out of the shower. She's been in the shower for like an hour and a half. Yeah, that's true. She ends up fighting a clown serpent that comes out of the goddamn toilet, kind of like uh, ghoulies. Yeah, and, yeah. It's it, it's funny as hell though. It it kind of reminds me of, like Beetlejuice too, like the way that that fucking yeah. clown yeah. snake yeah. thing looks. So is is the popcorn clown seeds? See, that's what I couldn't figure out. Like, did they come from the popcorn? Yeah, because the popcorn was in the house. Because there's no other, there's no other payoff for except you know the guy dies in the dumpster. You don't see other than they put the popcorn. I'm I'm assuming that's where the clowns come from. Yeah, like like the lady clown like ovaposits popcorn seeds, and you cook it, and then the male cloud butters it, and that's where you get clown babies. (laughs) And that is that is health class for today, everybody. Absolutely. It's like so a yeah, biology. It's like a spermatophore. So she yeah, butter. she fights off the the flavo rich. The rich. <laughs> oh lord. Three thousand calories worth of butter in three pumps. That's all it takes. Sometimes you just need three pumps to get it all out. All right. <laughs> We're talking about popcorn, right? Synthetic I don't know what you're talking about coffee. anymore, Dan. Hey, I will tell you. I'll, at this, F, at F, this point, it's the it's the Geico commercial. What are we talking about? Yes, I will. I want to say this though. FYI, this is a, this part I'm about to say. Not before, but this part is 100 legit. You go to a movie theater if they're still around in two in the next six months. If you go to a movie theaters, that is actually serious. If you go to a movie theater, the popcorn butter topping they put on there is the nastiest shit in the fucking world. I've read. I used to work. I used to manage a movie theater. Those are there's so many calories in that shit. I've literally seen somebody put three to four thousand calories worth of butter onto their popcorn before. Oh, you're talking about the pump? Yes. Butter that you put on after? Yeah. That buttery top, it's nasty as fuck. The I, label's terrifying. I never saw the necessity of it because the they butter the popcorn enough as it is. Yeah, because yeah. they put that you you you're supposed to put you know the oil in the oil button. And then you put. I know the oil button. They might know the oil button, but I. And then put you put butter salt is what you put in it. That's what they put in it. They put the butter salt and the oil, and then they let it cook, and you could add more. That is legit movie theater. I mean, it's fucking butter. Why do you want to make your popcorn greasy? Yeah, and it all. I've seen the people at the bottom, and I've seen the people do layers. Oh, I know. I've had to do layers for people. Listen, I used to get like extra butter popcorn like the microwavable stuff and then I would eat the popcorn and then I would tear the bag into pieces and lick off all the butter on the bag. I used to do that when I'm I was a kid. The podcast. I'm out. God, I used sorry. to do that this when I was a kid. There's been a good ride. This has gone too far. <laughs> or I would take the popcorn and I would scrape the inside of the bag. Oh I didn't scrape it. I literally just put it in my mouth sucked on it until there was nothing left then just bag. I did. I'm sorry. The only reason I stopped was because my wife pretty much was like, I will stop buying popcorn if you don't stop doing this. 
At least it's not like I'm going to fucking leave you. It's not like that far. It's like I'm going to give you papers. There, there's stages. There's, I'm gonna complain. I'm gonna complain to you. Then I take away the popcorn. Then it's divorce. Listen, she knew. Uh, she saw it for the first time when we first started dating. So that's when shit used to be freaky. Yeah, I stopped that before <laughs> we got together. You know, he looks up like shit. She's in the room. <laughs> just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Enough butter talk. I was just curious if seriously, do you think the popcorn is is clown? Is anybody re- watching this, reading this, watching I this, think, listening to this? I think is so. is it clown babies? I think so. I think that's I mean, how those songs why, were formed. Why not? They just blow their load all over people with the popcorn gun. <laughs> so the clowns, <laughs> they uh, they come for Deb. I like how they screw with her because she's like sitting outside the door and then Mike's voice, she hears Mike's voice. Yes. That was good. She's yeah, like, oh, the mimicry Mike. you were talking about. She answers yeah. the door and it's the clowns and they shoot her with the, they make turn, they put her in a balloon. No, we missed the best parts where she goes to jump out the window and it's the cartoon fucking fire squad with the <laughs> tiny little ju- I was like Looney Tunes fucking yes. shit right here. Yes, yes. I was like, okay. I jump in, we'll catch you. I love that. It's so good. But it's like they can't talk unless they mimic somebody else. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. Well, they, you could kind of make out a little bit what they're saying every once in a while. It's too. like, yeah, it's their gibberish, but they physically sounded like somebody else and i think that's really cool no i dig that i like it it was a cool touch so yeah so she gets captured and mike realizes that she's in the balloon yeah parker thinking this the wheels are going he's thinking about popcorn baby (laughs) popcorn babies (laughs) (laughs) oh we then get the scene with the guy who gets hit with a lot of pies get the clowns that walk up to him at the speaking of a cream pie carry on so this uh, cop is played by comedian Soupy Sales. Yes, I love Soupy Sales. <laughs> oh my god! So oh my was, mind he was just connecting the dots. He was cast as the cop who dies from the pies, as he was known for getting pies in the face in his show Lunch with Soupy Sales. Okay. Yeah. So listen, I, I got to tell you guys, this is where my my mind went right. So I make I'm afraid I make the cream pie joke right. So this is stage one. <laughs> Stage two is his name. Last name Sales. Soupy Sales. Yep. Soupy Sales. So this is yeah. my point too. I'm like, okay, this is just building on this. And then the third thing, he's a cop, security guard. And then yeah. I think I went to a party one time, and this one dude was trying to get with this one woman by watching a porn movie. And the name of the porn, I don't, I know, it never works. The name of the porn <laughs> was a weird way to cop. get with them. <laughs> The name of the porn was Cop Suckers. <laughs> it was the best, like one of the best porn names ever. And that's where I connected the dots. Oh my god! Carry on. But it, but this kill was so wild. Like it was ridiculous. Like why? But again, it's no worse than any way anybody else died in this movie. Yeah. Where babies come from, dear? Carry on. Like I don't know. I have three. <laughs> So Mike, Dave, and the brothers make it to the tent, to the new tent, uh, and it, it, this tent is just full of fog. Someone turned the fucking fog machine down, all right? There's fog yes! everywhere. <laughs> like, why is it, like, is this an actual thing? Like, you walk into, like, a, a scary place just covered in fog all the time. It's always on the floor. It's never anywhere else. It's just the floor. I've never, I've never really been to the circus. Is that a normal thing? Do they have fog machines at the circus? No. Not really. I haven't, not, been to not, the, I, don't remember. I haven't been to the circus since I was like seven. Sir, wait, is the circus still a thing? Yeah. Oh. 
The Terenzis fall into a ball pit and find some massively titted clowns. Yes. They are all about it. They are They're, all fucking about it, too. Angela, like, ste- the- <laughs> Angela stepped away when this scene came. I stopped it, rewound it. I'm like, dear, you have to watch this. I cannot be the only <laughs> one experienced. No, it's fine. I was like, I'm not experiencing this. Fine from the bathroom is like, are you serious? And the home tits and the line. And the line that is said is, are you Debbie's roommates? Yes. Yes. It's 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 literally like oh. they could have just shot the scene before with the titties blown up. But no, it just inflates right in front of them. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? I, I love how they're in the ball pit, the what the ball pit or whatever. Uh, these the brothers and they're like, oh, 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 <laughs> I was like, where is this going? <laughs> like, yes, guys, oh. clown tits. Yeah, legit, and they make them bigger. It's fucking hilarious. It's it's funny, and it's immediate. It's not like we're gonna just slowly. It's like no, it's like they're fucking huge. (laughs) Okay, this this is literally when the movie peaked. Pun intended. It's it's uh no, it's um Terminator when she's like oh oh and billboard boom exactly okay that scene is there's a Terminator connection. Exactly. That scene is dumb as fuck in that movie. This scene is hilarious in this yeah. movie because at what point did you ever think you'd see female clowns because this with inflatable tits? This fits this movie. It that does fit that movie. That was just dumb. Because yeah, I'm gonna get away from getting a ticket. I'll... Yeah, it was Whatever. stupid. Yeah, it so was Mike, Mike, and Dave find the cotton candy room, uh, and this is where we they kind of they hide. And they see the big clown come in with the straw, with the freaking twisty straw, and they stick it into one of the cotton candy things and start slurping on it. At least we figured out why they were doing what they were doing. Yeah. I like the Ooh. crazy straw. Yeah, yeah, she did like the crazy straw. She's like, it was, it was funny. Been, no, it should have been the one that they wear, like the glasses that goes around the eyes and then the around the eye. <laughs> they probably put that as an idea. It's like, ah, it seems like a little too much. <laughs> Those are cool. Uh, are you sure it's too much for this? I movie? wanted one of those as a kid and I never got one. You gotta get one for Cyrus. Um, you bought two of them. You can have one of those too. You gotta wear it on stream though. Oh hell yeah! For alcohol. I will drink out of my can. Hey, wait, can we get you? Can we, we'll go to Float, Floater Cemetery and dig you up one of the drink hats. Hell yeah! From Smitty Werb and Jagerman Jensen. We'll take one of those. For all of our, all of our audio listeners, Angela's drinking a four loco right now. Psychotic. My throat doesn't hurt anymore. Oh. She doesn't even know where she's at. She got it. <laughs> I feel great right now. Oh. She has better cough syrup. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guessed those NyQuil chicken. Oh, stop. <laughs> All right, Dave. That is not new, by the way. I, I don't keep up with trends. I'm like six months stupid. to a year behind Let's everybody. Move on. It's so stupid. So they find Debbie. Gross. And uh, Dave wasn't very quiet as he shoots the fucking balloon. <laughs> Like, I know, right? Wow, that was no, stupid. As, as a cop, why does he not have some kind of like a pen, a knife, something? No, we're yeah. just going to make a lot of noise. So yeah, so the clowns discover they're there. Dave gets a couple shots off, kills one of the clowns. And uh, yeah, they're running through this place and then they run into a door and look, another door? Like, another door? <laughs> that's what Mike says. And so, I was like, what? <laughs> so, that... That is legitimate because ever since I was a kid, I have had nightmares where I am running through 
circus tents, and it's constantly doors. And I'm thinking in my dream, I'm like, fuck another door. <laughs> and I'm being chased by something. This had so be- this is legit. This had to be somebody's nightmare. And they're like, I'm putting this in this movie. Oh, and I have it at least once a year. And this is the scene. Sucks. Of- Sorry. Because I, I, I hate any of those dreams like that. But it, it's, it's also the scene where they're running through that tunnel, like that snake. They go through and it's like full of balloons and they run out. And it's like, it's like seeing their children just pad out this chase scene. Yeah. It's fine. I just felt it may have gone just a little longer than it needed to. Yeah. So the clowns surround the group, and uh, this is one like we got to get up there, and it's like get to the high ground. I have the high ground, Anakin. <laughs> yeah, it always works. Yeah, you underestimate my power. Uh, the Terenzi brothers. Yeah. Tried to- <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, the Terenzi brothers stop the clowns from attacking. They just come in. They're covered in like. Kiss marks all of them. They're all clothes are all torn. Clothes up. Are it's hilarious. They got some hot action, dude. And this is they when gave him the old balloon dog. Yep. <laughs> this is when we get the final boss, Clownzilla, which was when the music changed. Oh, Charles ahead, Kyoto himself, one of the writers. Well, the mu- when the music suddenly stops and then the health bar appears at the bottom of the screen, you're like, fuck. And he's like, like. A puppet. Yeah, it's like dark. Really cool. It's like Dark Souls. The music it's goes to so the bar. Cool. It's like Clownzilla, purveyor of joy, just drops down from the ceiling. It's a really cool. Like I like the look of it, and yeah. it was really cool the way they shot it. It's it's forced perspective, so of course they had to like. It's just like what they did with Lord of the Rings, you know, with Gandalf and the Hobbits, and to make it look like it's way bigger than them. What uh, do you hear, foul tarnished? So the Kyoto's one of the, the major things they worked on with the special effects was the miniatures for the Clownzilla fight. Like the whole they did a great like, job area. Yeah. 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 And then, um, but originally feel- Clownzilla was supposed to be stop motion, but it was going to cost too much money. So they ended up just doing the suit. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't. Well, they they also filmed it like a Godzilla movie. So that what they probably did is uh, it was the same Kyoto is his name. My, yeah, yeah, Charles Kyoto is the one who played. But yeah, Charles Kyoto. What they probably did is is when they when in the older Godzilla movies and not all the movies, some of the movies is what they would do is the actor would do the scene briskly, like quickly, and they would actually play it back at a reduced speed to go like simulate mass. Like a large yeah, mass you would shoot creature. it at a you would shoot it at a uh, a lower frame rate and then you would speed it up and it would make yeah. it slow motion. But whatever the act- maybe I think it was the opposite because like if you want to make something faster. fast, you would do it and you would shoot it in a, in a lower frame rate and then. Sh- I learned that from Wishbone. Yeah, well, well, because if you watch, if you've ever watched behind the scenes of the old Godzilla movies, like especially ones where you know Godzilla lumbers whatever, but the the actor portraying Godzilla is always moving very quickly the scenes yeah and he's, this is he's when they play back like, and reduce. A, he's moving normally but they got to make it look like he's a m- giant monster lump yes yeah, so they slow it down when they play yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly it looks that's how they simulate the size and i thought that was cool that they did that in this movie and if i apologize to anybody who is yelling at me right now who's saying i'm not pronouncing their last i swear i've heard it be called kyoto is it it could be kyoto or chiyoto I've been saying Kyoto this whole episode, so I apologize to anybody if they're like, that's not how you say it. Just yell at me in the comments. Eh, tomato, tomato. Dave fights with the giant so that Deb and Mike can escape. 
and uh, I love the it. You know, it shows the the hand grab Dave, and then it cuts to the front of uh, Clownzilla, and he's just holding a doll. He's just absolutely. Holding, it's not a person. It's hilarious. I was yeah. like, is that a Ken doll in his hand? Absolutely. So the ship goes to take off. This the tent is the ship. So it like starts to spin around really fast to go up, and you're like, no, Dave, wait, don't go anywhere. And all the the state police finally show up, like all the extra backup. They finally show up to see what's going on. And I guess by popping the clownzilla's nose and destroying him, which he he pops his nose with his badge, which I guess it destroys everybody. It just destroys the entire clown species on the ship. The ship blows up and somehow Dave survives. They have a hive mind. It's like Phantom Menace style. Yeah, Dave and the Terenzi brothers survive because the Terenzi's actually their ice cream truck gets thrown across by Clownzilla and it blows up. And I don't remember what it. So when they survive, how? I, that's what I was asking. It, no, no. I was like, they said they got out dead. of it quickly. I was like, no, no, um, no, guys, they tell you it's Indiana Jones. They hid in the freezer with the ice cream. That's oh, literally what they did. They, that's what, that's they, what said. they did. That is what they said. I know they said that, but I'm like, still, still makes no sense. Like, but I guess hello. the refrigerator and the rest of Crystal Skull doesn't make any sense either. I was like, you the rest of this movie makes sense. It. No, I meant the rest of this movie makes sense. So I mean, I, I don't think that's much of a stretch as far like as getting Indiana Jones from. I've never seen it. I know what happened. I know what happens in the movie. I'm just talking about in the context of this movie. Everything else goofy that's ha- that happens. This this was the scene where I was like, why is this happening? So Dave survives. Uh-huh. Dave, Mike, and Deb, they all get together again to, you know, see the aftermath. And Mike or Dave is getting really handsy with Deb. He is like rubbing her fucking shoulders and kind of like massage. I was like, what the like, Mike, what are you doing, yeah. bro? You see what this dude's doing? He's trying to cuck you. It seems like that's what he's into. Mm. I was like, dude, that's weird. And then they got they get pies to the face. I was like, ha ha. Out of nowhere. I was yeah. like, all right, cool. All right, cool. And then we get the killer clown song again. I was like, yeah. It's a good song. I like it when the the clowns give uh pie the one uh the one guy and they put the cherry on top and yeah. everybody comes to buy it and they're like tasting it. I'm like Probably shouldn't do that. That man melted inside that. Like, yeah. I wouldn't just be eating that. No, I don't, think anyone, in there. I, don't think, I don't think any of the humans ate it. I know one of the Terenzi they brothers touched, try, it. Had touched it and oh, they were okay. going to try and they're like, no, 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 don't okay. do that. And then he pointed yeah. at the skeleton arm that was sticking out yeah. of it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't be <laughs> yeah. touching on that. It's probably not safe for human consumption. Yeah, it's not safe. So there was two deleted scenes on this Blu-ray that I wanted oh. to talk a little bit about. We don't know about this. Uh, one of them was yeah. the when Mike and Deb first show up to the tent. They're inside, and you know Mike's doing his little shtick there. And Deb and he's like, well, you know, what's going on? Why don't you like clowns? She or Deb goes, I don't like clowns. And he's like, you don't like clowns? That's weird. It's like that's really not weird. A lot of people don't like clowns. And she tells a very Gremlins like story about a awful experience with clowns when she was a kid. If it's very much like Phoebe Kate's characters. Die a little story about her dad getting stuck in the chimney in Gremlins. It's very reminiscent of that, and it would just it 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 really took the tone away from where we were going in this movie. And I'm hundred percent why they cut that. 
Yeah, it didn't. I mean, it, it, without like I said, we didn't know it, and it doesn't change anything. Yeah, it there's not like it. anything in the movie. Like I don't like clowns. Like, dude, they're killer clowns. I wouldn't want to hang out with them either. So. <laughs> And then the second one was when Mike, Deb, and Dave are escaping it, like at, towards the end of the or at the end of the movie when they're in the tent again, they walk across a tightrope to escape to like get to another door, and then Deb ends mm. up getting kidnapped from a from the clown and all that stuff. It was yeah. kind of dumb. Okay, and that's why it's a deleted scene. Yep, and that is Killer Clowns from Outer Space from 1988. Angela, great pick for week I was, one of October. It was. I was impressed. It was a very good pick. Usually my picks, my first uh, my first watch picks are not as good. Well, I've, What are you talking about? You picked we, Beetlejuice last year. But that I've seen that before. I know, but it's still great. It's still a great Yeah, movie. but I've not seen this one before. This was a... Huh? I've not... I don't know anything about it other than... The memes, the song, the song, that's it. Um, so it was nice to be validated in my pick. Did y'all have clowns that scared you when you were little? No, like the- I loved Bozo. No, like I loved not. watching Bozo every Sunday. I was a huge was Joker fan. Like I, I mean, I still am a huge Joker <laughs> fan. So I mind clowns. Bozo the clowns. I remember Bozo being on TV. Does anyone remember Binky the Clown? Yes. From Starfield? Yeah. Hey, kids! Yeah. <laughs> yeah a lot of people who uh, don't like clowns. All right, let's go over to the Twitter. I know there was <laughs> yeah, one that I didn't like. Some <laughs> comments on Killer Clowns. I don't think I got any on my retweet, so I think it was all yours. So, as I always do, actually, I haven't done it in a couple weeks, so, uh, but I know Killer Clowns is a very popular movie in the horror community definitely got a lot of yeah Uh, i asked what people thought of this movie and we got a we got three responses which is great so we're gonna start with give me back my action slash horror movies who has commented on our stuff a couple times uh his response was i fucking hate clowns that's that's fair and i responded with a killer clown gif which was funny <laughs> Our next one is from one half of Movie Dumpster, Sean O'Rourke. Yes. Pizza. Best B B movie ever made. It's an all-time classic. And I I got to say it's I mean, I it's great. I love it. It's very good movie. It's very good. And then our final uh comment is from E Bunny 06. Uh, they put uh love this movie. Also did this for my podcast. Such a great time. So if you want to check out eBunny06 podcast, make sure to go to their account and uh, click on their podcast uh, to listen to their episode. Uh, like we said, we did talk about Movie Dumpsters episode on uh, Killer Clowns. Uh, we're going to I'll probably post a, a picture of that in the video form. I might put it in. I'll probably put it in the uh, the comments or in the uh, description of this episode. Because, you know, I want people to check out other episodes talking about this great movie and people who have more knowledge about this movie than we do. We're just here, you know, just talking. We don't do as much research, you know. Go If you want to listen to somebody who does a little bit more research on these type of movies, go check out Movie Dumpster's episode on Killer Clowns. Uh, I know that our another person who is guest on this podcast, Justin from Epic Film Guys, 
I don't know if they did an episode, but I know he was on an episode uh, of a podcast called Brain Rot uh, where he talked about um, Killer Clowns. So go check those out. I'm going to put those uh, links to those podcasts in the description. Yeah, this was a great time. And uh, I'm, I love Spooktober. I love talking about horror movies. I mean, do we classify, like, is, do you think in the grand scheme of things when you watch this movie that it should be considered a horror movie? Yes. Yeah. Oh. All right. I just wanted to. Because I, 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 I feel sure there I'm is. Because mad at you or something. Because there are, there are quote unquote kills in the movie. Right. There is a clearly evil force that is, it's killing people. It's right. literally killing people. There's, there's no. Aliens. And it's it's and it's not like there's not any big set piece like actiony scenes. It's like regular people running away from a you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean that's no different than like old horror movies from like the thirties right, and forties. Right, right. Like it's no, the no, same I kind believe of it's a horror movie. I just it, yeah. I know there are people out there who probably wouldn't because of how cheesy it is and it's not scary. Like horror movies don't have to be scary. Yeah, they don't have to be not at all. They just you know just. It can. It, I mean, to be honest, if you go back, like Chucky, like the Child's Place franchise, it's not scary, but it's about a killer doll who kills people. So yeah, it's it gonna can be considered be, a horror movie. Horror movies can be suspenseful. It doesn't yeah, have to be. Absolutely. It can be stuff that your brain makes up, not yep. what actually is in the movie. Yep. So, so next week for week two of our 2022 spooktober season we're going to be going to dan's pick which is a movie that i had never seen before i didn't i went into this movie even after dan dan has talked about this movie a few times on this show and i still went into watching this knowing literally nothing about it even when you read the back of the movie it doesn't tell you anything there's no blu-ray release of this film no, so I, a DVD. I, I and I'm kind of sad because I, I literally watched it. So I had to have it upstairs. But I in order for me to watch this movie, I had to buy a double pack, which had the faculty and then uh, the movie we're going to talk about next week. Phantoms. Faculty is good. too. Faculty is a good. No, movie. but that's the only way I could get it. Like it was the only I mean, I don't care. I've, I've never seen the faculty either. So that's good. Movie. Uh, I was like, well, now I can watch that at some point. That's yeah, we're going to be doing direction. we're going to be doing Phantoms which is a, a movie based on Dean Koontz's novel from the 80s, is, I think. Yeah, which is inspired by Lovecraftian horror. Oh, oh yeah. You can definitely yeah. tell. You can definitely tell. So that's a... I'm, it's a... It's, I'm very excited to talk about that, and then, of course, I'll announce my pick um, when we record that episode, which is actually going to be in a couple days from when we record this. So... Yay! We're gonna have a special, and we're going to have some guests coming up. Um, so I'll announce that in the next episode, uh, who our guest is going to be. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't I wait. Forgot what do you pick? <laughs> Got to go back. We'll talk about I'm that after we, uh, we end this. Thank you, everybody t- who listens to the show. Make sure you like, uh, like, comment, and subscribe on the YouTube video. Make sure you, yeah, I mean, 100%. Hit that subscribe button. It's free. Remember that. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave us a rating and a review if you can. There's a lot of people who listen to us on Apple Podcasts, so just you don't have to you don't have to type anything. Just literally hit that five stars. It helps us out, gets us noticed, and uh, gets more people to listen to the show. If you listen to us on Good Pods as well, do the same thing. Good Pods is the way I listen to podcasts, and it's um, you know it's 
it's great. You can rate, review individual episodes, the whole show. It's it's fantastic. Uh, make sure to if you listen to us on Spotify, same thing. Just leave us a five star rating. The more ratings we get, we actually get put on a list so that people actually will see our show. And um, yeah, and then or anywhere else you listen, and if you can rate and review us, please do. It really does help. Um, we greatly appreciate all the the support. As of this recording, we've uh, we're over six thousand downloads, Ooh! which is awesome. We've been we've been seeing some great numbers. Uh, the end of September has been been great, and uh, looking forward to the end of the rest of this year because I love Spooktober and I love talking about movies like this. And then of course December is fun when we talk about cheesy Christmas movies. Yeah. But before I ramble on too long. <clears throat> and my you know all this phlegm decides to show up in my throat yeah <clears throat> your voice is going what? out just oh, fuck more. jesus you, you just need i need that for a local that's all you need yeah i think no i think i think um it it makes everything mm. numb you don't even feel it <laughs> well, okay. it, in your throat you know not not everything Makes reality, makes reality numb. So I'm just don't just stop talking now. Because right. I'm just gonna dig myself a hole. If you guys want to follow the show, we are dissect that film on all of the platforms: Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and of course uh, YouTube. Oh, we're on Facebook as well. Uh, if you want to follow DNA Gaming, they're down in the description. All their links. They stream on Twitch. I don't know their schedule right now because it's all over the place, just like everything else. It's fine. I think we even know it. And just click on that Twitch link down there. Give them a follow. They have great streams over there. And uh, if you want to follow me, just follow the show because that's where I primarily hang out. I do have another tw- Twitter account, but I don't really care about that one as much. Uh, just uh, if you want to talk to me, just message me through Dissect That Film's uh, Twitter, Instagram. You can email us at Dissect That Film uh, for comments or anything. And uh, yeah, that's that's all the the ramblings I'm gonna do. Until next time, everybody. I am Brett Parker. That is Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. We are Dissect That Film, and this has been the Dissect That Film podcast, episode seventy three. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>